Hello, family and friends. I'm honored here for day two with Preston Willem, part of the Willem family from our church and just a wonderful family. We're so happy and proud to have them as friends. And Preston mentioned his twin sister, you know, probably should be here to correct anything, you know. I'm sure twins are quick to correct the other one if they yep. say something they don't Definitely. like. <laughs> <laughs> Sophie will probably be calling in, you know, to, to correct anything. But praise God, we love your family, Preston, and, and happy to have you here. Thank you for coming. Yeah. Well, let's yeah. pray. Father, we just thank you. You are such a wonderful God. You're so full of love. And you're a good God. You're a merciful God. And you answer our prayers. And as we were talking yesterday about Preston's near drowning and all these things where Satan tried to take him out, Father, you protected him because you are a God that answers prayers. So we thank you for that, Father. We thank you for Preston's testimony here and speaking through him. And we love you, Lord, and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, Preston, I know yesterday we talked a little bit about Satan trying to take you out, and I know we're going to go on here today, too, and talk a little bit about how you gave your heart to Jesus. Yeah. It's been a, it's been a long road to finding the Lord and uh, having him be the Lord of my life. But uh, I guess I'll start from the beginning there. I went to my great-grandfather's church that he started, my great-grandpa Gene, Life in Abundance Church. Great church. Uh, a lot of people that I went to church with were, were my second cousin, third cousins, family members. And I mean, it was a, it was a, it was a good foundation for starting. I did like the Sunday school and the children's church programs there. But I, I never really uh, understood it at, at that age. I was from from the time I was born until about early middle school is when I was going there. I honestly I didn't really take any of, any of the stuff I learned to heart. I just knew about it. I thought like the history was cool. I'm a little bit of a history buff. Uh, <laughs> learned about like David coming back, take retaking the Holy Land. Uh, mm-hmm. Not the Holy Land. Like that's like the Crusades. <laughs> um, <laughs> More, yeah, David fighting off the enemies of Israel and mm-hmm. having like Joshua returning from Egypt and reclaiming mm-hmm. Canaan for yep. uh, the Jews. So like, I was real big in like the history and warfare type stuff, but I never took any of the spiritual stuff to heart. I just thought it was some cool history, but that really didn't get me far in my upbringing in the faith. But it's like as. I got into middle school, elementary school. I went to Hebron Elementary School here in Evansville, Indiana. It was a quiet little elementary school period. I, not a lot of behavior problems. I was just a chill kid. I had some good parents bringing me up. My, my parents, Angie and Jason, uh, they gave me quite the awesome childhood. I'll just say that. But as I got into middle school, I really fell away from the Lord, if, I'm, if I was even there to begin with. I got into groups of friends that were not godly, did not respect the faith. Just about all the friends I had, none of them were Christians, and they all they all were cussing their heads off, cussing like sailors. Mm-hmm. And like it says in the Bible, you don't want to hang out with worldly people because you'll start you'll become worldly yourself. Yep. And I surely did become worldly. I uh, I'll just say it outright. I was just like him. I cussed like a sailor. I uh, I was kind of a little. Turd <laughs> uh, needed to get his mouth washed out with soap, and I I uh, kept that stuff in a log and key because I knew how my parents would be, uh, how they would react if they if they learned how I was. So I kept a lot of that stuff hidden to them. Yeah, I was really a worldly kid, and I uh, I had a girlfriend at that time, and praise God that they found out what was going on there because that would not have ended well. Mm-hmm. It was really kind of it was a very bad situation when I was back in middle school. I was really 
I had I was far as far as I had ever been from the Lord. I was it was kind of a chaotic and hectic life, but the Lord still blessed me with talent that I I still even have to this day with music. I started playing the cello at that time, and I mean I I don't want to blow my own horn here, but I was I, I guess I was a pretty decent cellist. Mm-hmm. I took to the music quite well and. I learned rather quickly compared to some of my other classmates, so I was typically the first chair in the orchestra setting. And I, as an, in middle school, I was in eighth grade. I got to play with the high school kids in the honors orchestra program that they have in the EVSC, the school corporation. And it was a fun time, but neither that. That was, yeah. I thank I thank God for giving me that talent to play music and be fond of music, but the Areas that that I was the, the people I was around, it was really a toxic environment that still kind of pushed me away from glorifying God in that sense. A lot of yeah, a lot of toxic people there. Drama, drama, drama stuff. It was the typical middle school drama. And once middle school was over with, I was kind of hopeful to get out of the public school setting because I knew I was going to New Tech Institute. It's a tech school up on Lynch and 41 in town. It's the uh, same building as the tech center. That was probably one of the one of the better things I, I made from a worldly point of view. And a lot of the friends I have today are Christ-fearing dudes. And uh, I thank God for all of them. And uh, one of my good brothers in the faith, uh, him and I, are, it's just like Proverbs 27, 13, I think, like mm-hmm. like. Iron sharpens iron, one man sharpens another. Him and I have been Praise good Christian God. friends. Good. And we have all we've done is just sharpen each other's faith. And, and just coming to this church uh, is really, I came here, I think, beginning of fresh, my freshman year in high school. And I never felt that conviction of the Lord until I started coming here. I really felt the need to change the way I was. And the Lord brought me out of that worldly life, and I was... Still so thankful to be in the kingdom today. And I don't know what, what how bad it would be if I was still the way I was, but I thank God for coming to this church and meeting the people here and getting the praise and worship, feeling the conviction of the Lord, getting out of sin, getting getting right with God. Uh, it's just been quite the run, wonderful ride. And I remember my... When I really started to think about getting out of sin and getting into the kingdom, it was, I think it was like a Wednesday night, and I was alone by myself back there. I think my sister and my mother were doing helps ministries, and my dad had start, started playing his drums. So I was sitting there alone during praise and worship, and that was back still during the time when I was figuring out if, I, if I, this was, this was going to be a thing or not. And I felt the Lord really, I felt his presence around me. And uh, the song that they were playing that night was actually one they played this morning, that first song you guys did. I think it's called Jesus is Alive or mm-hmm. something. I think yep. Kim Walker Smith's song. Mm-hmm. And I remember that song stuck with me. And I took that song home and I listened to it for hours. I just put it on repeat. And I just sat it in my room. Everyone had already gone to bed. And I just listened to that song for hours. And I just sat in my bed and cried. Because <laughs> that's whenever I first received something from the Lord. And then. And so it went, and then later accepted the Lord in my life, and then got baptized, and here we are today. And God fearing guy, and <laughs> praying tongues, and praise uh, God. Thank the Lord every day for it. It's just being 
being part of the kingdom, being a child of God, and it's been a wonderful ride. Praise God, Preston. You know, and you just that was a powerful testimony, and I just think so many times about how some people are still blinded by Satan. They think because their parents are Christians or they're a good person or they go to church or whatever, but, you know, we all have to have that born-again, saved experience, you know, to— yeah to punch our ticket to heaven. You know, I'm always so blessed by testimonies. And so thank you for sharing that. And I know tomorrow we're going to get into a little bit more about what God's doing in your life now and how he's blessed you, yeah. you know, and, uh, but if you would pray, there's maybe there's some people out there that don't know Jesus yet. If you would just pray for our listeners, please. Yeah. Thank you, Lord God, uh, for using me as a, as a, I guess a beacon to shine out into the darkness, to share my story with anyone listening. And if they were to relate with me, I'll just let them know now that the Lord is the way to go. And he is, he is the way, the truth, and the life. you you got to go this way. And it, it has been such a wonderful, beautiful ride so far. And I, I can't wait to see where the Lord takes me from here on out. And Lord God, we thank you for your word. Thank you for your holy word and for all your many blessings. We love you and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Preston. And you can contact our ministry and we can hook you up with Preston if you'd like to talk to him. You can do so at celebratejesusministry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.